0: Welcome to episode four of this Warriors Life podcast, that was uh, Simon Mannering's 200th game, the call from Andrew Voss, um, Mannering's memorable grubber and chase try to mark his 200th. I'm Will Evans, with me all the way from Dunedin, the mouth of the south, Brad Larkin. How's things Brad? Not too bad young man, how about yourself? Yeah, good mate, good. Um, Look obviously, like every Warriors fan, we're struggling a bit after Saturday's uh, diabolical performance, but... Um, overall a fairly good weekend of footy uh, Before we um, deconstruct what happened at, in Christchurch um, What was your favourite moment of the round? Oh, it had to be Dean Pay's Pound Puppies Oh <laughs> yeah they, they were awesome That was such a good game to watch man Yeah yeah, it was awesome wasn't it To see some of those young guys get their chance and, um, and, and step up Yeah
1: that meanie Man. I'm going to keep a close eye on him. He's awesome. And that, that master strike of shifting Idris back to the wing,
0: that's,
1: <laughs> that was just, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. I'd never think I'd see Idris on the wing again. But yeah,
0: He's uh, nice to trim down, isn't he? And, <laughs> yes.
1: How much does he look, even his gait as he's walking in there. Yeah. So much, that young fella. Yeah, it's uncanny how much he looks like Idris. But he yeah. looks the goods.
0: Yeah, had a fair game. and Yeah, but as you say, Mani uh, sparked that length of the field drive with his that amazing kick return, so uh, yeah, one hell of a win, given the pressure that the Bulldogs were under, beat the Tigers who were top of the table, um, and yeah, just just Dean Pay's um, selection policies paying off. Um, Would have yeah. been good to see our coach maybe follow the same lead. Uh, my favourite moment of the round, Dragons and Golden Point on Thursday night. Um, what a cracking game that was. Oh, the Sims boys, didn't they take it upon themselves? yeah yeah they uh, are yeah I, th- I think we sort of
1: touched on it last week how, how packs under pressure come up against the top packs and sort of rise yeah that was exactly it that yeah.
0: week the dragons uh, just all about attitude and and then obviously Corey Norman stepping up to kick the field goal at the end uh, under a bit of pressure as were all of the dragons spine and you saw how much it meant to him when he when he kicked that field goal um, nice drama nice bit of golden point. Uh, first of the year, I think, and yeah, what a finish.
1: Yeah, that was good. It was, it was patchy while he was on, I think, yeah. I thought he was quite patchy, but now he's, he's gone for a long time, At the yeah. sound of it anyway, so he's not going to have to battle at fullback.
0: No, that's, that's the one. Um, big blow for the Dragons, though, I guess, long term. Yeah, um, at least they won't have to worry about reshuffling their spine mid-game anymore, so um, if there's a silver lining, I'd say that's probably it.
1: But yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that is it. They, they don't have to work out how to fit five into four, yep. or four into three, or whatever they're trying to do. Uh,
0: and moving on to uh, the the recap of the Warriors game, uh, first impressions. What what comes to mind when you're trying to sum that up?
1: Uh, it started so good. I had I had the slide twenty on the bully, to score a try at
0: $4.50. Oh, nice. And he,
1: he dotted over, and I, was, I said to the family, get your jerseys. Get the jerseys. <laughs> and then all of us are in the lounge, don jerseys, and then that's as good as the day got. Just
0: yeah. nothing after that. Yeah, after that point, I think 28 unanswered points scored against them. So uh, pretty dismal. Nothing really to like about it besides Roger Tuovasa-Shek. Um Yeah. Just even the, he
1: got even he got into the second half, and you sort of thought, "Why, why, do I, why am I bob through?" And he sort
0: of buttoned off as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cracking first half from him. Um, Insane. Quite after that, uh, yeah, just the, the most alarming sort of thing. It just seemed to be a lack of effort. I know Stephen Kearney uh, lamented their lack of resilience, um, which is definitely the case. But I think Andrew Voss sort of summed it up best. Um, when he said, you know, you can, well, forgive a poor performance or you can kind of explain that away, but you can't really um, explain away a lack of effort. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to play for after the week before. You don't really see the Warriors getting pumped like that two weeks in a row. So, um, yeah, just bewildering, yeah. really. It's,
1: it's got to be attitude. Because how did they play so well in the first game?
0: Yeah, you
1: know, 100%. Like, if they had not play, if they had to play duds all the way through the season, maybe. But it's got to be straight attitude.
0: They got themselves up for that first game, so where's that? Yeah, that's right, and and obviously Manly played really well. Tommy Turbo was was um, untouchable, but you know some of the some of their forwards who probably wouldn't think uh, superstar type forwards. One of them was a, a Warriors cast off, Top Sifley, and uh, yeah. just popping off loads and three man tackles that lead to tries, and that's what killed them in the end. And yeah, and then on the back of that, some pretty stale attack inside the 20 early in the second half when they had a bunch of opportunities and once that didn't pay off, they just seemed to totally drop their bundle in just about every facet of the game.
1: Yeah, it's just so regimented, that attack. There's nothing happening out of the ordinary. It's just tr- same line, same pass. And it, again, touching on that just lack of flair. Maybe, maybe this young fella coming in this weekend can give us that flair factor we're after. Mm. I'm not sold on him as an NRL-quality footy player, but, yeah, yeah. we need something as an X-factor. Yeah, that's
0: right. Um, the, You know, throwing it to Peter Hicku on a, a three-on-two in Manly's favour on the last tackle, um, 10 metres out <laughs> from the line, it doesn't exactly scream imagination on attack. So, uh, you know, Adam Cairns seems to be struggling with a bit of... A lack of confidence to, you know, yeah. chances arm a bit, which is probably understandable. Um, you know, given no one else besides Roger is showing too much with the ball. Um, yeah. Blake Green seems a frustrated customer out there now that he's, you know, not he's the main man instead of a, a support for a brilliant halfback like Cherry Evans or Sean Johnson, and we um, don't really know where they go from here, particularly if it doesn't work out with Chanel. Yeah, I know. It, it is.
1: It's. All of a sudden, tough, isn't it? Your favourite teams, you're seeing it actually going to struggle, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's,
0: it's yeah, We do they go? And just want to throw out an early stat uh, for you. We touched on it uh, last week about how poor the Warriors' record is at alternate venues around the country. The um, loss on Saturday just uh, exacerbated that. They should have an inherent advantage, you'd think, being the home home crowd favourites every time but that took their record it was their 30th game at a New Zealand ground other than Mount Smart and uh, their record now stands at 7 wins 1 draw and 22 losses uh, that's incredible so, yeah I mean if they played around New Zealand every week they'd finish with a wooden spoon every year with that sort of record so jeez uh,
1: it'd only be Campbelltown now, win loss <laughs> yeah
0: maybe Wollongong <laughs> it's crazy
1: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's funny. I'm just, I'm just numb to that result. Absolutely numb. Not even angry. Just oh, yeah. they didn't put in the effort. So I'm, I guess I'm not yeah. putting in the effort to be in, even be angry with them. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, they obviously put, put in the plan. effort. If they didn't put in the effort, they would have got flogged by a hundred. But it's not the NRL standard effort
0: that no. you need
1: to keep up with these other teams.
0: Not the desperation needed. I think the the one try that really got everyone's backs up, was uh, Brad Parker just brushing off Fusatua and uh, Soul Carter, like the seven-year-old kids, and then putting uh, George Tafua into score. That was just unforgivable, really. Um, you know, just just not up to standard. And yeah, Maybe they just, need to split those two up again. I don't know, Puss, yeah. Fusatua like, and Carter,
1: maybe like, split them
0: up. Like naughty kids that just muck around when they're in the back yeah, of the yeah, class yeah. together, because they're... Pretty effective, I know Carter had his critics last year over on the over on the left, but um, yeah, he certainly wasn't as bad as he's been in the last couple of weeks, so nah. and, yeah, Foster's nah. basically a non-entity at the moment. Enter- yeah, no, nah. yeah, shocking, and you know, everyone's sort
1: of flat, aren't they, they're just yeah. flat, everything about it is flat and nothing,
0: no fizz. Now, virtually every fan was crying out for changes. Just a couple of <laughs> changes, and Adam Kieran, the, the uh, rocky half, was the only one to get the chop from last week's side. What was your take on that?
1: I reckon that's purely just for the young fella's mental state. To be honest, get him back, just get a bit of confidence, like you said earlier, and yeah, he can't be going out there three games and get flogged and having it all heaped on him. Yeah, hide so- him away for a couple of weeks.
0: It's a good point. Go back to New South Wales Cup where he's probably a star. Go mm. and have a few good games in there, get his confidence back, his, his ability to take the take the line on, that sort of thing. But it, to me, it, it just wasn't a great look. There were so many poor performances in that team. Yeah. And a few guys really uh, pushing for a chance, like Paul Lou, like Chris Satay and Patrick Herbert or Gerard Beale even to come in for someone that is so badly out of form, like, no-one would have begrudged them uh, dropping Kata yeah. or Hikku. Um, so to, to only drop and just uh, send a bit of a bad message, I'm sure he's, you know, rationalised it within the squad, but the fan base are fuming about it. And
1: if you go on pure form, he should have been the fourth or fifth pick.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, now, it's uh, it's it's a bit of a white elephant or an elephant in the room that, um, that we've still got most of the million dollars we're saving on Sean Johnson left in the salary cap. Um, mm. To me, they should be, well, I hope they're scouring the ranks uh, for a mid-season recruit. Um, I know one player or two players isn't going to solve all our problems, but it definitely seems we need an injection of something. Uh, what's, what's your thoughts on that about yeah. going to the market just for someone, even if it is for a one-year deal? If not yeah, they
1: club. Definitely. It's it um it has been scaring my mind what month that is and thinking, geez, some other teams can pick up some all right players this time of year. Yeah, well, I think you touched on yeah. Hermie, Herman SESA or whatever. He yeah. he seems a little unsettled at the nights at the moment.
0: Yeah, so he's an um, Auckland boy looking to potentially come home for personal reasons. Um good player. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, so a proper. I think we need some sort of middle forward that can do some damage. And then, I don't know, do we spend money halfway through this year on a half fix or try and wait Yeah. and go to the open market on okay. the off-season? I, I tend to lean towards off-season sort of open market rather than another
0: half-good footy player. Yeah, potentially. No one's,
1: get, no one's getting rid of good players in June,
0: are they? No, no, that's the thing. They're either out of favour or... Um, you know something's not going right at their club. It's not like you're picking up a blue chip player halfway through the year, I guess. And the other thing is, if they're, if by the time a, a half um, arrives, it's probably too late to save the season anyway. If you know, if they're that desperate, so um, yeah, maybe
1: maybe we could do a little feature next week on. Uh, what halves are coming on the market available yeah, for next year. Because yes. I think it is. We're in the hunt. We are definitely in the hunt for a half.
0: Yeah, you, know, you never know. Uh, Chanel, and happy birthday Chanel, by the way, turns 20 today. Big week for the young man. 20? Uh, yeah. Far um, out. Right. He's, he's, he's obviously got all the skills, but... Um, Just the transfer. balls of
1: a young man to want to do that as well, though. At 20. Yeah. yeah. You're up against fit, muscly, massive men... Yeah. And this little 20 year old kid's got the balls to run out there amongst it. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, pretty excited for the guys. Disappointed as we are for Karen. Um, yeah, it's it's a huge week making a debut. And uh, good luck to the young man. Hopefully he goes really well and, and shows a bit of his flash. Um, shows everyone what he's got. Um, yeah, if they, they confirm the hooking, yeah. Yeah, so Luke is ruled out, and Carl Lawton yep. will be playing hooker which I like they I like Lawton as a player. Um, yeah. I, I do too. He's just got that does have a bit of spark. Sort so. of Aussie dependability to him as well. Yeah. Yeah, nice to see him get a, a chance starting at Hooker against his old club as well. now um, yeah, it'll be interesting, hopefully he can play most of the eighty minutes because we're just losing too much with Jazz Devanger playing big chunks of the game at dummy half I think.
1: He's um, obviously done a lot of preseason just working as a back forward in there. Yeah. Not at hooker. He's just—he's not quite there at hooker this season. Yeah. Not at all. Um, he just God, he's been making some. The poor has just been making some bad decisions on the field.
0: Yeah, and I think a part of it, while you know, a lot of people are slagging him off, I'm a wee bit sympathetic to him. He, he's uh, being switched switched to play at dummy half a lot more than he probably would like to. I had a chance to talk to him in the sheds after the game. He was absolutely gutted with the game. It was good to see. Um, a player hurting that much because, to be honest, it didn't look like enough of them were. But he, uh, I asked him if he, you know, preferred to just be a middle forward, not have that utility, sort of thing hanging over him, and he said, "Yeah, ideally, if there'd be another bench cover, and he can concentrate on being a middle forward." Um, and you know, we saw last year when Luke did play uh, big minutes, Tavanga was awesome. Yeah, so. yeah, that yeah, that's why Tavanga
1: was so good last year, wasn't it? Because yeah. Luke was. Out there for quite a long, yeah. Um, yeah he, he just, he just. The poor bunny. He, he, he's actually trying so hard, but in all that trying, he just makes the silliest of errors mm.
0: trying to d- do something. Yeah, the the errors are bad ones, even if they're yeah. not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, blatantly bad errors. Mm. But it's it, for the sheer fact
1: he's actually probably thinking of something, trying to get something going. it um, just back.
0: Quickly to that mid-season recruits. So I know we said we probably don't want to uh, bring another half in, but if we did, I wouldn't mind having a little dabble at Tamari Martin. Um, he's if, if the Cowboys are at full strength and they like, seem to like the look of this Jake Clifford, Tamari Martin could be the the old man out in that uh, Cowboys spine picture. He's played played fullback last weekend. Um, I don't know. I just like the way he plays. Plays really direct, uh, runs the ball a lot, which is something really, really lacking, and he's he got good speed as well, which is another thing that we're lacking, and it's maybe something worth looking at, if he wanted to lead the Cowboys, of course. What's it, What's he got left on at Cowboys, um, just like this year? Um, I think just this year. I know they were, he was rumoured to, to be in the Warriors' sights um, uh, yep. when Johnson left, so yeah, it could be an option, obviously a Kiwi. Um, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, just could be the kind of player that they they are lacking in the moment. But yeah,
1: not I don't, yeah. I don't think he's a, a, a final fix, but he definitely a better stop gap than what we're trying to deal with. No offense to the young guys that are there now, no, but not yeah. At
0: all.
1: And but part so, just,
0: of the, part of the issue is also we we're going to need probably going to need someone at the end of next year. Blake Green's off contract. He'll be about thirty three. Yeah. think. I'd be surprised if he can go around again. Um, well, if he, if he does, he'll be, you know, sort of on one-year one, one year deals from, from that stage, you'd think. Um, yeah, so potentially looking at all-new halves combination by the end of next season. And yeah, that's
1: very likely, really, though. He, he'd probably more than likely sign a one-year deal in Oz, wouldn't he? And just dot around a couple of Sydney clubs.
0: Pick. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a Jeff Robson-like figure. Yeah, yeah, Um, uh, Yeah, and it'd be good to see Blake... Um, Enjoying his footy again because it's, yeah, he was obviously a fantastic signing last year. Things are weighing on him a little bit this year, um, mm. and he's not getting a lot of help out there either. Now, was there anything else you wanted to add on on that uh, debacle? Um,
1: nah, nah, the less, yeah, nah, not the less, the better. That's what the show's about. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah, it, it just, yeah, hopefully, oh, hopefully they go all right against Titans. Mm. It's just it's
0: just gutting at the moment. Just yeah. gutting. Um, now we'll uh, we'll preview that game obviously in one second. First of all, round four Thursday night Roosters versus Broncos. Um how are you feeling about that one after after last week's result? It
1: was a good battle, isn't it? I, I, I think that was just the dud game. The Broncos got ambushed by a Dragon's Ford pack, but um yeah, no, I reckon this is this is a real top-quality game. I don't know where it's going.
0: Maybe maybe the Broncos bounce back. Yeah, it's just one of those games where it just seems like a good match-up every time. Um, at the Sydney Cricket Ground, not really enjoying watching the, the SCG games on TV with that giant gap to the stands, but nevertheless, um, should be a good match-up. Cooper Cronk back for the Roosters um, and Jake Friend out. So, good to see. What about Hargroves? Hargreaves, still not sure about him, I did see that he's battling a bit of a rib problem, is that right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see if that'll be obviously a big blow. Broncos have got Matt Lodge back, so that's a big inclusion for them, especially if Hargreaves is out. Uh, No James Roberts for the Broncos, but stoked to see Katoni Staggs get another chance, he is a superstar in the making, so... Um, oh, yeah. I was
1: so glad when Roberts went off last week, How many, were you getting sick of hearing the words Jimmy the Jet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh
0: know, my uh, god, it's Yeah, it's on repeat. <laughs> it's imp- yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's um, pretty infuriating, but he did score a pretty incredible try last <laughs> that week. Was that was a ripper, that was a ripper. But yeah, not my favourite player, and I'm a big fan of Tony Stagg, so uh, yeah, good to see him get some more minutes this week. And... Uh, just as we stop talking about the Warriors, we're going to have to start talking about them again. They're first up on Friday against the Titans, which you're just about to say is do or die. Was it the Wooden Spoon battle? Wow, yeah, there's only one of those sides that look like Wooden Spooners uh, last week. Yeah, not the, yeah, nah, the, the, titans. The, the Titans have got their halves back again <laughs> as well, don't they? Yeah, so a huge boost for them, Roberts and Taylor. I thought they were still way way off, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't
1: this always happen against the Warriors that no way? <laughs> yeah. Like a coach will get sacked and then they'll, next week they're playing this team that's all playing for each
0: other. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Of course they're back. Of course they are. <laughs> and uh, they'll be licking their lips, Roberts and Taylor. Um, looking at, uh, at, given what the Warriors have dished up in defence the last couple of weeks. Uh, and that's just what the times have been lacking a little bit. It's a bit of direction. They were fantastic against South last week, given their uh, absentees, I thought. Pushed them all yeah, the way to full time. Looked like they were about to start getting dicked, and then they just hung in there. And Anthony Don doing his, yeah. cust- his customary Anthony Don things. Glorious, isn't he? Yeah. He's a, yeah. It's, a, I, it's honestly going to be hard to His little listen. shorts just hanging on his hips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the and the... Uh, and the uh, try scoring record for the Titans went his way with that try last weekend as well. I Overtook did, did I see that. I did see
1: that. Yeah. From old Meaty.
0: Yeah, yeah. So congratulations, to the Don. Yeah,
1: uh, no, tough game. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um, Warriors.
0: Yeah, so they aren't back at Mount Smart. Only the second time they played there this season. We saw They're 100% there this season, eh? Yeah, yeah 100% record. <laughs> uh, and Keep that intact. The, the Titans are the team in the you NRL know, the Warriors have the best record against, 16 8 all time. Uh, I think they've only lost to the Titans at home once in the last seven or eight years. So um, everything statistically or well, history wise probably points to a Warriors win, but I'm actually going to have to tip the Titans here. If I, <laughs> if <laughs> I had to. <laughs> If I, if, you know, if the house was on it... If it was honestly, your money your pot, yeah, yeah. I'd have to lean towards the Titans down to my head. So I just, uh, if they'd swung the axe a bit more, the Warriors, I would have been fu- a bit more confident in them. Uh, Tyrone mm-hmm. Peachy, Peachy and Brian Kelly, um, two pretty dangerous centres, playing against, arguably at the moment, the two weakest defensive centres in the competition. So... Um, that's a tough matchup. up and have got another stat for you, so hold on to your hat, mate. Well, 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 well. Oh, I'm You're wearing s- one. Hang on. Uh, yeah, got one. And he's sitting down? I am. Okay. Tyrone Peachy, eight tries in eight career games against the Warriors, and that's from a player that has a career strike rate of one try every three games, yet he's one for one against the Warriors. <laughs> Two tries in last year's qualifying final... Uh, Demolition absolutely gave Sol Carter a bath. Um, not sure if they'll be, um, not sure if they'll be opposing each other. I have seen something suggesting that Carter and hiku will switch back to their original sides. Um, oh, nice. Either way, someone's going to have to take on the Peach, and it's not going to be pretty.
1: If I owned a footy team, like if I say, like really owned a footy team, that peachy would be one of the first signatures i will be after. Not necessarily the my favourite player, but jeez, he's so versatile and epic wherever he plays.
0: Yeah, someone that you could put on the back row, of five eight, or centre, even fullback. He's had a crack at and um, be one of the most dangerous players on the park. Yeah, New um, South Wales incumbent, obviously. Uh, yeah, lots of threats all over the park now. AJ Brimson, um, a couple of games and a halves, back to the bench. Inter, uh, bench impact player. He's um, he's a live wire. Uh, He's a savage off the bench, isn't he? Yeah, so many many game-breakers. A lot of size in the pack. Ryan James, Shannon Boyd coming off the bench. There's Proctor in there. Bryce Cartwright probably won't be too much of a problem. But Jai Arrow, who is... If if there was a TAB market for um, Jai Arrow tripling Adam Blair's stats on the weekend, I would be down on that. (laughs) With Jai Arrow, honestly, he can... Rack up 300 metres. I um, don't know the last time Blair... Correct, did he uh, rack, how much did he get at, in the weekend? Did he get 300? Uh, the weekend before, I'm not sure. Oh, he got 280 the weekend yeah. before, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, big match up that one, obviously. Uh, Adam Blair, a few fans done the rail against him on social media, and it's, it's kind of hard to argue, to be honest. Uh, you know, in a game when they really needed some of the... Their forwards to uh, you know to stamp their authority when things weren't going well. I thought that guys like Blair and Tohu Harris were just went through the motions. Yeah, Tohu Harris has been invisible, hasn't he? Yeah, and Ignatius Parsi is another one. I think's been a little bit quiet for probably their most explosive forward yeah. last year. Um, just yeah, but, yeah, I
1: think it's just there's a total attitude. There's something uh, not something going on, but all of them are not switched on. For some reason, no-one's playing worse than anyone, I don't think. Yeah. They're, just, they're all just not in the game. So it's like, excuse the pun.
0: Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's <laughs> bewildering. Um, obviously, Lingy Stow's the, the other new addition. Uh, he's been killing it in New South Wales Cup, uh, apparently. He's never been one of mine when he's played in the first grade, but uh, they're raving about it, what he's done in, in Canterbury Cup the uh, last couple of weeks and gets his chance. Bale after somehow not getting on the field when uh, when, the, <laughs> when the sky was falling in in the centres last week and Bale's just sitting there twiddling his thumbs on the bench for 80 minutes. There's another I, I, I reckon Steve
1: left at half-time anyway. That's why there's no changes. He probably just got a, got an Uber back to the hotel.
0: <laughs> I would have. Uh, yeah, yeah, just stopped in at the castle on the way home. <laughs> Quite a bit of, of Luck can't get any worse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so interesting that Beal couldn't get a run. Then, yeah, sort of dropped out of the seventeen. Probably deserved a chance in the centres. Oh but, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Didn't I, I don't think it's going to be. If it happens again, I, I think he's given them the benefit of the doubt at the moment. Eh? I, I oh, reckon yeah. if, they, if they carry this on another week, then Bonfa. Yeah,
0: there is. There's no way that they can retain nah. the same score, uh, same squad if there is a similar sort of performance, you wouldn't think. Now, we pulled out the stat that it was the first time since 2015 that they've lost uh, two games by more than than 22 points or something like that. Um, I'm not sure when the last time they would have lost three games in a row by that sort of margin is, but hopefully we don't get to find out. Um, Yeah, another performance like that would be just diabolical, really. You'd just about be... Boiling it up and starting again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with that. I'm tipping the Titans. Yeah, no, fair enough. Back that's in fair the, enough. Tipping the Warriors, but yeah, that's my little protest there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no doubt that'll be rocking the foundations at Penrose. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's better than the food strike of
0: 2015. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really sick. Uh, <laughs> Uh, moving on to what are probably going to be more less stressful games to watch: uh, Panthers and Tigers on the second game on Friday night. will probably be nice and boozed by that stage, uh, given the stress of the Warriors game. So <laughs> this could be a nice little, uh, nice little uh, nightcap. Yeah, yeah, that, it's
1: it's an interesting one. The Panthers have been pretty plain Jane all oh, year, really they haven't done anything, yeah. and the Tigers had enough get that. Tigers got ambushed, really, last week, so, yeah, interesting, plus
0: the old Evo Cleary and Tigers saga. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's obviously all playing out, um, not aided by the whole sort of Phil Gould drama bubbling around in the background, <laughs> he just... knows how to time it, doesn't he? Oh, unreal. Uh, so, yeah, good game, this one, it's... it's just seems like a good match-up. Penrith, far too many dangerous players to be counted out. Um, and they are desperate. Only one pretty average win to their name this year. And they got flogged by the storm, which, you know, to be honest, isn't, isn't uh, the most disgraceful thing to happen to you. Uh, I thought I did watch most of that game, and obviously they fell away a bit, but I didn't think, you know, they were that bad altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I can see a good bounce back for them at Panthers Stadium. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't actually back against them. I think Panthers will get up. Oh,
1: I'm going the other way. Oh. I'm
0: going the, I'm going the big orange cat. Okay.
1: You're going the black cat. And I'm going the, the orange cat. cat no, I I, I, I just the Tigers played too bad last week to be doing that two in a row. And Reynolds, I like Reynolds. I'm a fan of Reynolds. And uh, yeah,
0: yeah. no, good. I just think the Tigers. Yeah, Reynolds. Obviously, Benji out isn't ideal for them, but uh, he is replaced by Josh Reynolds, who has been killing in the New South Wales Cup and is obviously a quality player. Um, but more probably, most of all, we're looking forward to seeing some of those outstanding banners at Panthers Stadium. Oh, we yeah, are good, good for a banner, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Out at the foot, foot of the Blues. Yeah, we uh, know how artistic they are and articulate. So going to be good to see what they come up with this week. We
1: need to try and dig a few out to put on the website. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, but no, I'm going Tigers. You're going Panthers. Yeah. Jeez, That's not, their, not a ground
0: this week, mate. What's that? No,
1: not yeah. Someone's going to be right.
0: Yeah. Someone's going to be wrong. Um, First up, Super Saturday, Manly Rabbitohs. Uh, Manly Fantastic against the Warriors. Obviously the focus over this way has been on how horrific the Warriors were, but Manly was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Tom Draboyevich, outstanding. Got a few good young players there. Um, Cherry Evans obviously plays a lot better when he's got guys like uh, Draboyevich to work alongside, and Adam Fenoa blake Marty Tapao, they were great up front last week, so I think they'll be a bit of a test for the are unbeaten, but you know, far from infallible, as we saw against the Titans. Made hard work of that one. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know. On this. No, I, I think Manly are still quite a dud team. To oh. I, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they had a good game last week, but I don't know if they're going to put too many of them together. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going Rabbits.
0: Uh, um, I don't know if it's just that we're going opposite, but I got this, <laughs> I got this weird feeling that the uh, Eagles are going to be hard to beat. He back-to-back? Yeah, I don't think they'll keep their run going long, but I think they've got another one in them. Really, yeah, just a real morale booster last week. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: another one in your favour on that bet is, I, I don't, the Rabbits aren't, they're probably due a loss.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, can, I can see them losing, not every other game, but quite often this year. I don't think they're going to be a, quite a dominant force. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's just, yeah, something about last week. Uh, games that just made me think, Manly might have their measure this time. Um, now, second game on Super Saturday, Cowboys Raiders. Uh, how do you see this one unfolding?
1: Ah, oh, this is this is a game well worth mit- missing to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, that I don't, nah, I don't know. Draw, a boring draw. Not even golden point. Yeah, just four, four all after eighty minutes, <laughs> after ninety minutes.
0: Two penalty goals. <laughs>
1: no, nah, nah, that's not been fair. <laughs> maybe Canberra, maybe Canberra. They yep. played quite good last week.
0: Yeah, they they had a good one last uh, last Friday against Newcastle. Char- did your uh, man get a double? He, he did. Look how good was he? He was. Yeah. He's taken that fullback opportunity with both hands. Two very good tries. Uh, big meters. Uh, yeah, happy for the guy. I'm still gutted he never got a chance at at centre. Um, for the Warriors because he's looking pretty bulked out. He's looking sizey, isn't yeah. he? Is yeah. it the green, or is he actually put on a bit know. of weight? No, yeah, but played. yeah, it was actually good. was some the
1: conditions were a bit more sort of better for him yeah. to have a bit of a run around in the weekend. So yeah, no, nah, I, I I've never seen too much of the guy, and you've always banged on about him, but yeah, he's sort of got a glimmer of what what he is. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he
0: played pretty sharp. Yeah. It was good landing on his feet for a late uh, late pickup for the Raiders. He's yeah. You no, yeah. John, yeah. John Lucky straight into first grade. Yeah, oh. good, it's good stuff. And John Bateman, oh, no. the Englishman, he's carving up. He is savage, isn't he? Yeah. He yeah. is a hard nut, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 real good to watch. I tell you I know this is slightly off topic. Do you see Blake Ferguson
0: uh, Blake Austin in the Super League in the weekend? No, I didn't catch it. Tell oh. me. About
1: it. Got, I could be wrong. Four or five tries in one game against oh, Hull.
0: You're yeah, yeah,
1: it was. joking. Yeah, he, he is made for Super League. And yeah. then they're up <laughs> by 40 points. They're up 40, 52 to 12 with 15, uh, 1 minute 15 left, and he snaps a drop goal. Oh, yeah, man, what a legend. He <laughs> could push a margin out to 41. It was awesome. Yeah, it, was... it was just like a kid running with the boys, like a, a man among
0: the boys. <laughs> it's good to see uh, some of those you know, sort of enigmas head over there and do really well, obviously. If, uh, if Albert Kelly is one of the best players in the game over there, that is uh, a place oh, he play
1: He was playing. He yeah. was rubbish.
0: Did you see his intercept try though? No, I didn't. Oh man, no. he scored an absolute blinder. Um, <laughs> 95 meters, yeah, just jogging for 50 meters. Someone came up to him. He fended the shit out of him and ran 50 <laughs> meters to score. And uh, and I did catch another Super League highlight of um, Connie Harold scoring a barnstorming try. <laughs> he looks like he's he looked, loving he looked, it, isn't yeah, he? he looks like that off-season. He came back, and they couldn't even put him in first grade because he was too heavy. He so <laughs> about yeah. round six over there, and he, that's what he looks like still. They've been putting the good paddock in there. Yeah, but uh, love, still love Connie. Got a soft spot for him. Yeah, so, uh, and that Blake, Blake
1: Austin. He just always—you yeah. always, always hear good stories about that guy. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, like, I like him succeeding.
0: Yeah, good for him. Yeah, so sorry, who are you going to take in this Uh, uh, battle? Definitely Raiders, I think. Um, Yeah. Yeah, can't really see too much happening for the Cowboys until until Lolo comes back. So, yeah, didn't like what we saw from them last week against the Sharks, getting a hiding. And, yeah, Raiders for me. Talking of the Sharks, they uh, take on the Eels at ANZ Stadium on the last game on Saturday. Um, big game, two teams with two wins and one loss, uh, both with some pretty big outs. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, I like this matchup. Who Who are the big outs in this one? So, so Dylan Brown, the uh the 5 oh, oh, yeah. sensation he's out with a back injury. Could be a, a long-term one by the looks of it. So they
1: saying it's similar to the uh, injury that a fast bowler gets in cricket
0: yeah I don't well you know get how...
1: bruising that can then turn to cracking
0: yeah i don't know how that happens for a league player but um yeah, no, but, yeah
1: well, well i think one guy was saying that just because an 18 year old body training the way he did off-season training or off, yeah pre-season jeez. it might have just broke the young
0: bugger he's got um he's got one hell of a washboard stomach oh, it certainly doesn't look like it's a problem with his core jeez he's ripped isn't
1: he yeah he's a good looking bloke <laughs> yeah
0: man um, God, he's good. He's a good footy player, yeah, isn't no, he? Yeah, he's just, he's just got it, A, eh? uh, 18 years old. Yeah. Far out. Just such mature and, and sort of like gutsy yeah. player as well, confident. But they've got Jamin Salmon who, who's coming in. He had a couple of good games off the bench and pretty classy operator. A more, bit more responsibility on Moses now. Um, but yeah, obviously just, all is not lost. They've still got good players to come in. Uh, the big change... Over at the Sharks, Matt Moylan um, out. Um, forget what that injury was, limping off with something the other weekend. But they've obviously got Josh Dugan who can just slot straight into fullback. So that's a bit of a bit of a um, luxury for them, and probably a better position for Dugan. Obviously, they're going to miss that sort of playmaking from Moylan. But he, uh, Dugan's a big body, makes a lot of meters, and yeah, probably relish a chance to get his hands on the ball a bit more. Oh, Moylan
1: hasn't got many haircuts left, has he? <laughs>
0: that
1: bald <laughs> patch on the back. That poor bugger in sit at home and go, oh, no, look
0: at it. It's getting bigger. Now, and as you know, I'm not slagging him off because I went bald at, like, 22, but <laughs> yeah. if there's a guy in the NRL that doesn't look like he'd suit going bald, it's Matt Moylan. <laughs>
1: I've been trying to imagine him with a shaved head as well. See if he can carry it. <laughs> look like, yeah. yeah no. Um... Uh, oh, and What about Johnson? Didn't he? Yeah,
0: oh, he's coming
1: up. Um, that was hard. Like during the off season, I, was, I said it to someone the other day. It's like the misses you and an ex misses, and you just had this amical breakup. It's like, yeah, nah, this is the best for both of us. Yeah, nah, that yeah, this is the right thing to do. And then all of a sudden, a couple of months later, you see him, see her with the new partner, and she's actually starting to look all good and seems happy with the new partner. And da da da, it's like, jeez. Uh, you
0: can yeah, that. That is absolutely beautifully summed up. Um, but, yeah, yeah, on the same token, maybe the new guy was better for it, or maybe the new club was better <laughs> for Johnson. Maybe you were the problem, Brad. <laughs> you were holding yeah. it back. <laughs> it's starting to look that way. That yeah. uh, he's been good. I know there's still Warriors fans that can't um, admit that he's oh given going half okay, which is starting to be quite embarrassing this. when he's... Uh, pulling the strings, he's, again he's still not overplaying his hand, but just some beautiful little touches near the line, set up a couple of tries with kicks, and uh, yeah, just looks like he's in cruise mode, doing what he needs to do. And, uh, he's doing
1: all he should have to do in a good team, because yeah. you've got other players
0: doing everything else. Yeah, that's the thing, I, you know, getting beaten by 40 points and getting slagged <laughs> off because he didn't set up 10 drives. <laughs> I saw some comments, um, On this Warrior's Life thread, when someone brought up Johnson's name, oh, it would have been way worse if he was there. How? How could it have been worse? He's actually a good defender, and they can't have been any worse in attack when they were, so I'm not sure how it could have been worse. Anyway, What did he ever do to deserve this stuff, though, eh? Like,
1: he always seemed quite genuine and nice and... Approachable, yeah. the, and then yeah. the, the the dislike people have for him It's <laughs> just know. pure jealousy. It has to be jealousy.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird one. He's, uh, I, I, yeah, it's yeah. I'm filthy like, that he's at another team, but I think thinking he, yeah, I'm, he's an insanely good football player. Hopefully, his legacy will start uh getting its due recognition.
1: Um, just, you know, once
0: yeah, or, and just went once uh, all of it dies down and. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, good luck to him, I'll be hoping he plays well, and if the Warriors are out of the finals, I'll probably be going for Sean's Sharks, I think, um, but yeah. Uh, who, who are you taking in this uh, one, I say uh, you're going to go Sharks here? Yeah. yeah, I think so, um, just that disruption to the to the Eels half, so I think it'll be a cracking game this one, sort of see it being a 18-14 type scoreline. Yeah, because the Eels didn't make a dick of themselves against the Roosters at all. No, I thought they were actually outstanding and just fell away towards the end. Which you know they're a very young side against the Premiers, the benchmark. I thought they went really well. Yeah,
1: no, it's good. Yeah, I'd I'd like I'd like to see the Eels win, but um, I think the Sharks are just going to keep building
0: there. Now, I just wanted to touch on one little thing out of that game. Uh, You may have seen Young Bronson uh, Sherry, I think it's pronounced. He's been called up to make his debut, he's a real speedster, he's going into the centres, uh, real gun, tipping him to be Rookie of the Year if he can forge a, a permanent spot, um, and on the, if you haven't seen it yet, jump on the Sharks website, the, there's a video of him getting told he's making his debut by John Morris, and just the emotion from the kid, it was quite touching yeah. to see, it's what the game's all about, it's not about... You know, when you're that age, getting big contracts and stuff, just and it's watching how Harris DeVito will be going through this week. Um, you know, the knowledge he's about to become a you NRL know, player, and yeah, yeah it just it brings the human stuff. side to them, doesn't it? Yeah, you
1: don't you, you forget they're humans sometimes, or yeah, real because they're your footy player. Yeah, no, that was a rad that was a rad wee bit actually. The dude was absolutely stoked.
0: But that's yeah, not yeah, that's not even my favourite bit out of that, uh, oh, out of that oh. story. Now it has been, it has come up a wee bit um, around the place, but I've been sweating on this one for years. Um, he is going to be just the second player in premiership history to to play first grade uh, with a surname starting with the letter X. What do you the think second? about that? Yeah. So. What what year was the other one? He fires in the footsteps of Anthony Jureb, who uh, played for Penrith and Western Suburbs in the early 90s. Um, Oh, bit, of a, really bit of a utility back type played uh, he actually cl- played in um in uh, the panthers semi-final campaign in 1991 came off the bench in the major semi that put them into the grand final but he was left as an unused replacement in the grand final so oh he, yeah God. so someone else got the nod. but he was he was in and, in and around that uh yeah. sort of squad with Alexander, Cartwright, Mark Geyer, Fittler, and all those guys, and, um, yeah, pretty pretty handy player. He finished um, with... Well, hopefully this new kid's game. a
1: bit more memorable than
0: that dude. Yeah, I think so. He seems to have a wee bit more to his game. <laughs> yes. uh, but, yeah, so, obviously, Anthony Jury being um, joined in the annals of history by Bronson Sherry, and looking forward to seeing how he goes on the weekend. Yeah. Um, So that Saturday, done and dusted, Sunday, Storm Bulldogs. So the unstoppable Storm against the suddenly rejuvenated Bulldogs. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, Storm will win. But but Bulldogs, jeez, they played some good footy, man. Yeah, yeah, they had a bit of heart. It's a shame Foran's gone. He
0: actually was starting to get some form. Yeah. He takes on the line. He's a ballsy bastard, man. Yeah, it it was like the days of, of manly, or even even some of the, the form that he showed at the Warriors. Jesus, he just yeah. plays so hard, no self-preservation. Um, yeah, and he got all got all three Delhi end points from that um, awesome win. So really bad timing, but big setback for him and the Bulldogs. Uh, Jack Cogg's got a fair bit of talent, the ex-Newcastle knight. Um, another oh, one. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, they really you know with all that sort of new youth in the side. Probably could have done with Warren's experience. Yeah, yeah. He would have been a good yang to the ying there. Yeah. Yep. Yep, well said. <coughs> um, but, yeah, we'll see how they go. It'll be good to see the, the Bulldogs back it up with another sprightly performance. Nick Meaney, yeah. new, new favourite player.
1: Um, yeah, he, yeah he, go, he goes into my um, man, man Crush 13. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. He's Just slick same. to watch. Just a nice runner in there. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, everything, it looks easy for him when he's running. Yeah, it's Not like, like, like me, I it's <laughs> like trying to run on my arms and legs. you just shit flying everywhere,
0: but he just, it's just, a, yeah, real nice to watch. Yeah, yeah, going to be a crowd-pleaser crowd for many years to come, I would think. Um, mm. Yeah. so, uh, yeah, again, storm for me as well, but hoping to see a bit of results. Hoping to see a footy game, or, yeah, yeah a, a game of it. Yeah, exactly. Now, last on the bill for round four, Knights and Dragons on Sunday night. Um, yeah, two teams that, that it's kind of hard to get a read on at the moment.
1: Yeah, they really are, aren't they? I, I think these are going to be the your classic sort of eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 teams. Yeah. Just, just fumbling along the season, win a couple, lose a couple. Yeah. I, I do like the Knights. I like the idea that Pong is going back to fullback. I like the idea that Brown admitted that yeah. he needs to go back to foot. I
0: like that Brown. He's quite an honest, honest yeah, guy, eh? Yeah, can admit a mistake. Um, yeah. Yeah, you could get the impression that he wouldn't have selected Solomon Okata this week if he was in charge of the Warriors. Um, <laughs> but more, yeah, more. It's, uh, it's, it's great to see Caelan Pongan going back to fullback because he was so electrifying there and it's you know, just haven't seen much of those highlight reel moments. So from a selfish fan's point of view, I'm glad he's going back there, but from... A personal point of view, even more exciting is Mason Leno getting his first game for the night. Oh,
1: so has he got the call up? Yeah, he's at six. So again, so it's kind of, of been, this in for the rest of the year, Brownie. He'll, yeah. They'll realise how good this guy is. He he doesn't change in quality from New South Wales Cup to first grade. He's just exactly the same.
0: Yeah, well imagine what he can do as, as the sort of you know right-hand man for Mitchell Pearson. He, then he'll yeah. have Tonga outside him as well. Some big Big uh, blockbusting centres and uh, playing behind a pretty good pack with likes of the cleaner, so, yeah. going to love it. And over on the Dragon side, again, as we mentioned before, Gareth up out for a good few, three or four months. Matt Dufty straight back into the number one. So, obviously, the onus now on Corey Norman and, and Ben Hunt to drive this team. Um, yeah, really don't know which way to go. This reeks of golden Point.
1: It's it's, yeah, doesn't it? I'm get, I'm leaning towards Newcastle for whatever reason, for the Leno Ponga factor.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that I think for me as well, the the change will benefit the Knights more than the Dragons. Both, both these
1: teams things. are going to be two exciting different teams if those just those two fullbacks
0: aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's you know the dangerous from me are in the park now. Yeah, um, if you're going in with what Widdick and who was who's the guy that was Fullback at Knights. Connor Watson. So yeah, if know. it was them two,
1: I wouldn't be so buzzy, buzzy about this game. Yeah. But with those two fullbacks, it sort of—I'm a little bit more interested in it.
0: So yeah, it's one, um, one worth hanging around for. Tell hmm. yeah, the the maths is going to go have to go on the sky go because we're watching this one Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> so, so who are you going?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll uh lean towards the knights in that one I think too. Yeah. Uh, we
1: did yeah. we we came right at the end. Yeah. A few disagreements at the start, but... Yeah, yeah.
0: We've got there. Um well that's it for round eight. Um now have we got time for for our little stats corner segment to... well,
1: There's always there's always time for stats corner. Shall I
0: roll it? <laughs> yeah. That's kind Oh, it's getting even more polished. Well, you've been practicing during the week, haven't you? Yeah, just a few vocal <laughs> exercises. Uh, fantastic. Okay, so... Um, what have we got tonight, young man? Well, we haven't deviated too far from last week. Last week we um, we looked at the most successful um, harvest pairing by winning percentage in Warriors history. Yep. So you can go back and listen to that in episode three. Uh... This week we're just going for the winningest Warriors all time, just straight out win percentages for individual players. Um, the cutoff was 30 games, so 30 games minimum. Now there's a, definitely a few surprises in there. Um, I'm going to kick off just with the top five, there's some pretty interesting players that finished inside the top ten, oh, the Andy Platt, Alexander, Mark Toogie. Um, Andy Platt? Yeah, yeah so it's... It's amazing the difference in the competition. That Warriors team is, from the 95-96 era, is kind of regarded as a bit of a failure, particularly 96. But they still won more games than they lost. It's just, uh, yeah, the competition was full of it's some pretty ordinary teams, yeah. Um, <coughs> but coming in at number five, Ivan Cleary, 57.6% winning percentage, 30 wins, 22 losses in a draw. Obviously, everyone will have some pretty... Fond memories of Ivan Cleary playing fullback for the Warriors. Grand that makes sense, he's in the top five. Yeah, so he came during that 2000 season, um, which was a shocker, but he got a, a season-ending shoulder injury pretty early on, and, and uh, but then played a huge role in that rejuvenation of 2001-02. Um, number four, he is a bolter for the ages. John Kerwin, 60%. <laughs> 50 Yeah. So regarded as how I, many games did he play? He played 35 games across t- those first two seasons. Sixty sc- percent. Sc- yeah, and that's amazing. So, and even in that, in that that's in a team, he was, of years. And he was the most successful player, wins-wise, in that first couple of years. And it's kind of regarded as a bit past it. Um, but there was one period I'm just bringing it up here. In that 96 season, he actually finished top try score in 96. Ten tries, um, pretty modest, but still. <laughs> Ten tries. Um, in a, what have we got here? In a seven-game stretch, he scored nine tries. No, eight eight tries. Nine tries. Nine tries in nine a seven-game. Seven games.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good.
0: Cool. Out of it. Yeah, I would not have picked him to be, I wouldn't even thought of him to be in it. No, yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> 60% for J.K., uh, 60% also, so Koeman actually was equal third with Tony, um, 32 oh, wins, yeah. 21 losses, two draws. He was a mainstay of that 2001-03. Um, he sort of dotted in and out, didn't he? Yeah, put, played a big role in those finals games. Um, I don't think too many Warriors fans will forget that try he scored in the 2002 preliminary final when he burgled Paul Mallow for that opening try. Um, and, yeah, played all around the back line, off the bench a lot. Great five eight, handy fullback, um, bit of hockey so, yeah. yeah, and then um, abandoned ship just before everything hit the fan in 2004. So, charmed little Warriors career. Now equal first with six, equal first. Yep, yeah, with the exact same record: 65.7%, 23 wins, 12 losses. Uh, teammates, same of amount of games. Made. Who played more? Y- yes, one played yep, same, games? same game, 35. Uh, games each, they would have played most of them together. Uh, PJ Marsh and John Carlaw. Is that right? John Carlaw? Yeah, one well, of the more P-G- understated uh, Warriors recruits, but yeah, a very successful one by the looks of it. So those two and John
1: Cohen
0: all played uh, the exact same games. Uh, yeah, thirty-five. Yeah,
1: yeah. So
0: that, that, that's that's bugging me out more than your tri score, yeah. instead. It's uh, it's amazing the the legacy PJ Marsh left. When you compare it to two guys that played the same amount of games, won a similar amount of games, uh, PJ, yeah. you know, widely revered by Warriors fans, regarded by many as the greatest hooker we've ever had. Um, John Carlo, just you know, a bit of a piecemeal sort of fellow yeah. centre, but he, yeah, you know, Ben Pomeroy, bloody, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he obviously scored that that try in the in the preliminary final O two off Stacey Jones's boot to put us into the GF, so. Uh, he holds a nice little niche in Warriors history, and then he just sort of faded out. I think he actually, yeah, in 2003, obviously PJ Marsh had that uh, career-threatening neck injury. Around the same time, Carl just sort of faded out of um, contention. Vinnie Anderson took his spot in the centres. He said, But So there's our top five. But I do want to quickly point out there's three players with a 50% uh Winning percentage or more of Warriors that have played more than 100 games. And I think this is all pretty impressive. Sam Rapira 50%. Manu Varuvai, 50.2%. Francis Malley, 50%. Point nine percent, and they all played well over hundred games. Manu, two hundred and twenty-six games. So to have a fifty percent, yeah, it's pretty good. Game. That's not bad. He, is it? he played for some pretty ordinary years. <laughs> he fought. didn't play finals for the last five or six years of his career. Yet. He was
1: he was the result of a lot of losses in those years as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
0: for sure. That's for sure. He so. was
1: sabotaging his
0: own stats the poor
1: bugger.
0: But he did finish with fifty point two percent. So yeah, and he obviously played a big role in the teams that did make the finals between 2007 and
1: 2011. And Do you Sam,
0: reckon he's going to be able to dance? Oh, I don't know. That's probably the biggest question in 2019. Um, yeah, can yeah. Manu dance? It, it obviously goes without saying that once the show starts, most of the podcast will be dedicated to that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll see. But did Monty beat them going on at one year?
1: Well, I
0: don't, well, I don't
1: know, but I, I, it seems like I've seen him in some open... Chest shirt. Yeah, that
0: that rings a bell. It's
1: all i like, have just got a picture of him in a white shirt in my mind, mm. with the chest open. I think he did. Thank Real you. shiny head under the <laughs> lights.
0: Uh, Monty, good good fella,
1: actually. Um, and as is Manu, and yeah, good fella. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, Manu, good on him. He's the type of dude like some people you go on there and you're just like, oh, this dude's just trying to resurrect <laughs> his career. But you, Manu going on these, like, Manu just wants to have a dance, and
0: yeah. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for mate, but one of my uh, top three all-time favorite warriors for sure yeah um i think that's probably about it from us and uh, we won't yep. labor over the end of our podcast like we have before because we don't know how to sign off so we'll just we'll just cut it there. Eh? what do you reckon just get
1: out of here okay, yeah mate. No. hey have a good week brother enjoy the week
0: yeah you too mate catch you next week
1: later mate